Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. Welcome back. We're back. We're hugging. We are. All of you. It's so good to be back. How refreshing <laughs> is vacation? Seriously, I hope you all took a vacation with us. We want to hear about it. Yes. Um, what's your update? These saved me. <laughs> I bought something that I hate telling people the name of <laughs> because it's really embarrassing, although they really are this. I bought something called the NYX Thigh Saver Shorts. So NYX yes. is... <laughs> It was awesome. So I've been watching ads for this because obviously I click on everything. So I'm served up real ads all the time on Instagram. NYX is a Canadian like underwear company. So they do bras, underwear, loungewear, all of these things. And they came out with something called the Thigh Saver Shorts. And it's what you wear. Un- it's like different than shapewear. It's not meant to like suck you in or anything. But it's just like they're long enough where. And I'm somebody said um, in one of the reviews I was reading that you know for the parts that kiss, <laughs> it keeps everybody feeling good. And so I had these. I have these. Um, they're like nude colored, tan colored shorts that I wear under dresses. And dresses have become something I look forward to wearing now versus like dread wearing because it makes the experience so much better. I'm not worried about like my skirt flying up. I'm not worried about like sticking to a chair. I'm not worried about like, like, you know, anything bad happening behind me that I'm not aware of. And it was just, it was honestly the best buy that I've made in a very long time. I want more of them because they seriously, like if I could wear them every single day, I would because. Well, it's perfect because it's like hot, hot heat. Yes, exactly. Where you were, was it hot? Yes. Like, is it the same weather, like summertime weather is here? Yes, very much so. Okay. Very much so. And I think it was just like this, it was just nice to have that I didn't have to ever worry about anything. The only thing is they are a bit, like, they're not long. They're probably like mid-thigh. And so if you're like a mini skirt type of gal, um, then they might show. (laughs) But I'm like a full, like, knee length or lower type of Mm. person. So... Um, they worked for me, but I just think they are the best. So shout out to Nyx. You all did it. it was- I feel like that's, uh, it's funny cause I was mentioning it and it was one of those things that like my mom said to me, uh, she was like, yeah, I just wear like bicycle shorts. And I'm like, no, this is They're better. Different. <laughs> They are, and they're super thin, stretch fabric, like super thin, like don't show at all. And then um, there is like an odor liner, and there's a liner in like the area that there needs to be a liner in. And like this is going to be TMI, but like I wear underwear with them. I don't know if you have to. <laughs> I would. I that's like that's not. That's my comfort zone is too. So I like everything was good to go for me, <laughs> but. It's like a short. It what exactly? I treated it like a short, and it was just it was fantastic. So true, we're true thigh saver. Like you know, when it's hot and like it starts to stick, it's awful. It sucks. And so these um, these truly were saver thigh saver shorts. So we'll link to those in the show notes. I recommend they had they come in black as well, and they were true to size. I always get nervous that when they tell me what the right size is and I order the right size and it's actually the wrong size. Like, these really these were perfect. Like, Excellent. I got the right size on the first go at it. So that's my update. What is your update? 
Well, as we know, uh, this was a time for us to to reflect and reassess. And um, in my attempt at summer downtime, I've put a new thing on my uh, to-do list. Oh, good. (laughs) But it's mostly committing to something that I've said. So, like, back to birthday stuff, one of the things that I always do, like, as it relates to cooking is, like, to kick kick that up in a its own way and so one of the things that I tasked myself with was actually writing my recipes down nice and then I never did it oh (laughs) and so now I'm like I'm feeling like we've taken this time to reassess our goals and that includes like personal goals and this I'm saying it here Mm -hmm. I'm writing my recipes down my dream is to have them documented in one place, whether at least I think the biggest thing is just like writing them down in physical form mm-hmm. and then potentially like putting that, whether that becomes something else in, in, a, in like the next stage, I at least just want to have them somewhere for me yeah. written and then maybe transition that into physical. But I think there's so much joy in having like written things that you create in your kitchen and pulling inspiration from other recipes and things that your family makes. And I got to do it. It's time. I'll support you every step of the way. But I'm excited because I feel like it's a thing that it's like my version of journaling Mm -hmm. from a positive standpoint versus the like traditional like how am I working through problems journaling? Right. This is the, like, joy journal yeah. versus the, like, and, you know, problem solving can be joyful. But, like, let's be real. This is going to be way more fun. This is, like, true joy. <laughs> this is going to be really fun. Well, that's great. I can't wait to um, maybe at some point try to make one of your recipes. Happy to pass them your way. I think I can give that a real shot. I'm a much better cook now than I was before. <laughs> I'm getting better, at least. (laughs) Growing, learning, expanding. All those good things. What's inspiring you this week, Sid? This week, I was reading this article from Man Repeller, and there was, you know, an update to the, um, the how to make friends as an adult thing. And I really enjoy reading stuff like that because I think that it always is relevant because we're always, as you say, growing, learning, expanding, and we're meeting new people and expanding our circles of friends. And one of the things, so it was basically, it sounded like they kind of either sent this out and like just let people respond or they did like their in the comments thing where they'll say, um, this is, you know, time to share. So share. And these are what we're asking you to answer. And one of the people that responded said that they kind of consider themselves like a homebody slash loner. And but they were in a new city, they were at a new job. And her coworkers were the people that she was kind of referring to when she was talking about the people that she now considers like her adult friends. And knowing that she was a homebody slash loner, she was like, I needed to do something that was still within my boundary, but but making sure that I was intentionally connecting with the people around me because I wanted to be friends with these women. And they, she talked about how she basically like learned the love languages of her friends and, and used that to connect better. And I was like, that's genius. And I know, and so one example she used is like one of her friends is physical touch. So she like would give her like, go over and just be like, you're doing a great job and give her a hug. And she's like, and I knew that meant something to her. And so that was one thing. And the other thing that she did is because she's not really into like going out or doing like a bunch of nights in a row, 
she was like, anything that was to be celebrated, I celebrated it. And I did it to like the nth degree. It was like cake, dinner, balloons, the whole nine. And she kicked it all the way up because she's like, for something like that, I can kick it all the way up. And I love being able to celebrate with the people around me. I just can't do it every night of the week. And I appreciated that because I feel like that's kind of the place that I'm getting to is where I'm like, how do I, like we've talked about in past episodes, like spend my energy wisely and recognize like what I'm able to do and when I am my best self in quotes. And I love celebrating people and I love celebrating birthdays. And I'm like, why the heck have I ever shied away from that? Because I absolutely love that. And so I took that as like a page out of her book to say, okay, this is maybe a way that you can do celebrate the people around you, be there in every way that you can on their special day or in a special moment, but know like what your boundary is and know like when you need to be home on your couch. And so the whole article was great, but I that one really stood out to me because it was um, specific and like action actionable. <laughs> um, and, and also very reflective of like the space that you're in right now. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so I thought it was great. And so we'll share that so you all can read all the rest of the um, shares from the community. But that one really did something for me. I love that, too, because I think showing up for people in the way that makes them feel great makes you feel great. Mm-hmm. And I think um, just taking a second to, like, reflect on, like, what makes me feel magical Mm -hmm. and how do I make the people that I spend my time with instead of like parsing yourself out in all these ways to like not be a hundred percent or feel distracted. It's very common that that happens. So like just to, to have that acknowledgement of like, if I'm coming, I'm coming full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. And I've always like tried to hide that. I think I love celebrate. I love celebrating my birthday firstly, but I really love celebrating birthdays with my friends. I don't always give the best gifts, but I really just like to show up and do something like bring cake, order everything on the menu, like spend like really good time together and celebrate their special day or their big accomplishment or whatever it is. Like I love that. And I'm tired of hiding from it. (laughs) So shout it from the rooftops. All my people, watch out. I'm coming with a renewed sense of celebration. So excited. And it's coming in hot. <laughs> so that's my uh, inspiration. What about you, Ron? <laughs> I tend to bookmark and save things that like are fun reminders, like just like look back on this from time to time. And so I I was having a moment where I was like, I feel like there's just like It was more like a societal Hmm. reference where I was like, I feel like so many people put pressure on others and like how we put pressure on ourselves and like, like what we're living and experiencing is like, we're all rocket scientists and trying to get to Mars tomorrow. And it's like, you know what? Let's just like live our lives and enjoy it. And... I found this article that I had saved. It's mostly because I tend to like open a bunch of tabs on my phone on Safari and then like not not close them. Wow. Does your (laughs) phone die instantly every day? (laughs) It's possible that uh, that's one of the issues. (laughs) Um, But I found this article um, talking about that from Brene Brown about why we need to be kind to ourselves and embrace our imperfections. Mm. She's lovely. 
Isn't as we know. Um, but the people around us are just people. And in this article they talk about, she talks about um, specifically tips on public speaking, which mm-hmm. I think if anyone wants tips on that, also a great relevant article. But also thinking about like walking on stage in, in this experience, she was like, these are all people who like aren't going to get what I'm saying or like I'm not meant to be here. And she got the advice that like, that executive over there is just another person who's trying to get through his day. Right. And I think if we take a step back from the world that we're living in and remember that of like, they don't, they're not superior to me in any way. They're also just a person. Mm -hmm. They're trying to survive. What if we all just thrived? (laughs) Stop talking crazy, (laughs) Bron. Oh, I wish. But that's, that's a thing we can do. It's a beautiful thing. And I think it's just a good reminder to be like, no one else is out there like, do it. maybe they're doing it better than you. But like, you but can do it. they're not you. You can do it too. <laughs> yes. In your way. And I think um, to just be kind. Think about what we need and live in that a little bit. It feels good. It does feel good. That feels good to just hear it. Now, you know, I can't imagine how good it's going to feel when we actually do it. Imagine. I I can only imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Always have goals. (laughs) Give it to me straight, Sid. What are we talking about today? We're in a new month, which means another installment of one of our favorite things. I think it's our only real segment. (laughs) True. But it is time for Women Inspiring Team QS. And this month, we're talking about Reese Witherspoon. God love her. She is just. And so this is one one individual. Obviously, we're, like, you know, super fan of her acting. But she, I just feel like she's done such a good job not getting typecast. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a real strong chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. And I think what we want to talk about today is obviously, like, what we always talk about is, like, what's her story? What can we learn from her? And I think she has broke through the glass ceiling in more ways than one and it's really impressive to like see that and and watch someone move through the world the way that she does and I'm excited to to talk about her story yes so let's speak it queens all right we know Reese our friend (laughs) did you see the thing that Mindy Kaling did when they were in Ocean's 8 together and she made a wreath that was wreath Witherspoon. And it was like a holiday wreath of just photos of Reese Witherspoon all over it. That would bring me joy during the holiday season. It was so funny. She's like, hey guys, I got my wreath Witherspoon. <laughs> and it was just hanging on her door. I love that that's, that's what you remember. That was so good. Um, she has had some truly memorable performances. Um, in the show notes, I linked to this interesting article about like, some of her classic faves that I think we should all have a movie marathon and watch. that's appropriate, yeah. Um, But some of which include uh, Election, Pleasantville, Mm. uh, the endlessly continually watchable Legally Blonde. Mm -hmm. That's now a musical. Right. Did you know that? Broadway musical, man. Forgot. Yeah. They're, like, in the works of 2020 release, I think, of Legally Blonde 4. Is she in it? Yeah, I, I feel like she has to be. She wasn't in the third one, <laughs> which was super sad. But anyway, <laughs> so um, she's obviously like, you know, then her Oscar winning performance is June Carter and Walk the Line. Hello. Oh um, 
She was also nominated in Wild, which mm-hmm. she helped produce, which I think is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and has since uh, reprised her role as, is that the right, we're going with it. Yeah. Yes, that is the word. <laughs> Mad- Madeline on Big Little Lies. And I feel like she has, in that role, uh, hopefully you, please watch it because it is so good. It is very Season good. Season two, holy moly. Um, but she rocks a killer performance and, like, embodies this, like, perfectionist woman who's also, like, very sassy but also very honest and also a little bit conflicted. And, like, you can see these moments of, like, where she's trying to, like, overcome her what she sees as like insecurities or weaknesses but she's just like oh she's so funny in the show she's so good and so strong she is um but i think about uh the things that she's done outside of her acting work that's really important for us to acknowledge as well is like she launched a clothing store Mm -hmm. draper james i walked around it when i went to uh nashville tennessee really i don't know if it's her flagship but i'm gonna hope it was um they give you sweet tea when you walk right in the door and they're all these like cute gingham dresses and it's like who i want to be making biscuits for people it's awesome <laughs> this is really about wanting to be reese witherspoon isn't it <laughs> <I'm here for> <laughs> <laughs> um but she also has recently launched uh, a media company hello sunshine mm-hmm. and that focuses on telling female driven stories in film and tv which bottom line awesome so spectacular that she's doing that it needs to be done yep. and it's just so wonderful that it's her and that they pursued this and that she continues to like push for it and mm-hmm. advocate for women in film absolutely i just really enjoyed like seeing the shift that she's made and in, into the character that she plays in big little lies because you think about you know the first movies that we saw that she was in either you know in a major role smaller role whatever it was but this character is so complex I feel like there's like you said there's a lot of like layers mm-hmm. there where she's you know trying to be this one person but you see peaks behind the curtain because of the way they tell these stories and I think I actually also forget that she's been in a fair amount of memorable roles that kind of like stand up in I'm gonna say cinematic history like I know a lot about cinematic history, although I do not. I just think, you know, her character in Legally Blonde, no matter like what you felt about the movie, like people reference that all the time. And if her character and her performance wasn't so much a part of that, it wouldn't be being redone in Ariana Grande music videos. You know, it's these movies that really showed her for the actor that she can be in any like level of personality and character that they needed her to be and I appreciate that and I think I never give her the amount of credit she probably deserves because I'm always like oh yeah she's in everything but when you really like take a beat to watch what she's done especially her Oscar perform her Oscar winning performance and what she's been nominated for in other areas I'm just like okay like she's been around for a while she knows what she's doing and she's also very talented Mm -hmm. and I don't think I give her enough credit so well, we're giving it to her right Apologies now. Apologies, Therese. This is why we're doing this. <laughs> Paying it back. Um, I think as we think about what we can learn from her, um, I think back to this superb article um, that I loved so much. 
it was well photographed too. It was an in style. I think it was their it was their June issue to like align with the Big Little Lies premiere. Makes sense. Timely. Sure. Um, but what a what was cool was <laughs> that it was all the ladies of Big Little Lies. Mm. But I loved Reese's interview and thought that what she had to say was spectacular. I more so loved the way that the other women on the show, like Shailene Woodley and Laura Dern, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, described her. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, more drive, more care, more passion. Even if she disagrees with you, she will take the time to understand. I admire how she's able to use humor to create the change she wishes to see. That is her superpower. Wow. Right? And you don't see that a lot. I feel like the humor thing is one of those, like, nice-to-have things that some people truly can use as their superpower. But I think what makes it so special is that not everybody has it and that if you do have it and you are able to lean on it and and use it to bring people together, to share your point of view, whatever it is, it's really very special. Yeah, in her case, it's like the combination of ambition and humor is <laughs> like what helps her achieve success. Right. And I think... In this case, there's so much power in how someone describes another person. And I think it's very clear here that she's respected by these women Mm -hmm. and are loved deeply by these women. And I think for her to be able to balance between that line of, like, I can entertain people, but I also am coming out, like, strong yeah off the gate mm-hmm. and like ready to fight for what i believe in and it's clear that she's like very much a caring and a, a caring person and appreciates the people around her and i think that that's like a true gift absolutely absolutely i um just thought of this as a quick break um it wasn't oceans 8 that mindy kaling was with reese witherspoon in it was that movie Wrinkle in Time that Ava DuVernay directed. So just as a an aside, mm. I was wrong. Because I was like, Reese Witherspoon was not in Ocean's 8. <laughs> and so, I didn't even question it. Uh, you didn't. But it was believable, right? Because she's, you know, badass. So <laughs> it would <laughs> make it. sense. So my apologies to those that are like, um, that's wrong. <laughs> Sid, fact check yourself within like <laughs> the five minutes. You're welcome. Um, I think... As it relates to running her company, Hello Sunshine, um, reflecting back to our confidence episode, Mm -hmm. uh, which we all should listen to, (laughs) she too needed permission from her strongest support system that she was going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, That she had the the strength, the awareness, the, the skills, the connections to actually make something like that happen which is like a really big deal to start a media company and produce films the way that she's and and tv and digital content and so many more things Mm -hmm. um but there is value in someone with outside perspective saying hey i got you you can do this right and i think it's a real statement to make and it's also a real need for women to have support in order to have the courage to step into the roles that they're capable of owning. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's uh, a little bit of a a missing, like, I think sometimes it's like, I need someone to tell me I can do something is like a little bit, like it can be perceived as a a negative situation. Mm -hmm. But I think um, it's so valuable to be confident in your ability to do good work, even if it's an unfamiliar territory. 
and also push against people in the room that might like have legacy experience Mm -hmm. and acknowledging that having fresh perspective actually matters and she said that like just the the way that people were craving these stories that she's telling and i I read another thing um just like about the company as a whole it's like the contrast of like the patriarchy is not matriarchy it's Mm -hmm. equality right and i was like like my brain exploded and i was like that's the ultimate statement because we're not trying to take anything away like we also need strong men Mm -hmm. to support the work and like also to advocate for equality the way that we're trying to like bring ourselves up because like let's be real the playing field is not equal right now right what does that mean we are the super majority (laughs) yes we need the more um historically valued voices to also speak up the way that we are screaming at the top of our lungs yes that would be helpful but i like that a lot i think that's a totally valid thing to say um and some people have kind of i think i've heard in the past some people have like an issue with that way of thinking but like with everything if you don't have what is assumed to be the more powerful voice or um, in some cases the majority then you aren't going to get very far without those people working with you and beside you and and helping along the way i mean if we cut everybody out entirely we're not going to get very far so it's how do we educate and pull in and we lift up our own voices and the people with the power help us do that. And we're going to have more success when we have like a strong community around us that we're all working together to get great stuff done. Yes, absolutely. Love that message. I do too. And she's honestly doing so much more stuff than I really knew about. And I think what I love about this segment when we do the Women Inspiring Team QS is we usually like flip back and forth of us picking someone either that we're both super aware of or one person is more aware of than the other and the work that they're doing. And this was one of those times where I was like, I know I like Reese Witherspoon, but I realize I don't know as much about what she's really digging her hands into and what she, where she's putting her money where her mouth is um, and really creating space for people where there wasn't space before. And when we talk about what can we take away from all of these women that we talk, that we dig into and talk about and learn about, I think for her, it is, I've heard and read now that we, you know, we're prepping for this episode. I was like, holy Toledo, like what she wants is women to tell women's stories. What she wants is for people to be empowered to share their history and where they're coming from and what their gifts are and share those with the world. And what she's created, I think, especially with Hello Sunshine, is the platform for all of that to happen. Mm -hmm. And it gives, I think, all of us an, an example of like, how do we own our own stories? How do we tell our own stories? How are we not tearing ourselves down so someone else can bring us up? But how do we stand on that platform and say like, this is this is what I have to share. And there are other people that can identify with that or understand where we're coming from or all of these things. But her biggest message that I've seen in all of these interviews um, and all of these roles that she's played and the place that she is kind of in the behind the scenes at this point is like, I'm opening the door for people to tell their story because no nobody can tell my story better than me. And I feel that way about other people as well. And so let's give them the platform to do it. And I was just like, holy Toledo, 
we should all be doing that. We should all be opening the door for other people to be able to tell their stories and for us to tell our own stories. And I just thought that that was such a powerful message that I know that she knows she's saying it, but I'm like, but do you know the impact that it has for someone who's never been asked to tell their story to do that? And it's like we talked about, again, with the confidence episode, like who is giving us permission to tell our story? Who is giving us kind of like the way to do this? And she is absolutely helping to make that happen through her media company, through her presence, Mm -hmm. through the things that she's creating that other people can identify with that haven't been done before. It's just a really exciting thing to watch happen. And I think we can all definitely take at least that piece away from her story along with all of the other amazing things that she's done. I love it so much. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it reminds me of the uh, inclusion rider mm-hmm. discussion from the Oscars a few years back and like what that has snowballed into. Right. And like how there are people, like you just need like, you know, women pulling women up, yeah. women pulling women up. Yeah. Women pulling, you know, anyone from the just like silent majority where you're like, my story's never been told. I now feel like seeing this as an individual, I now feel seen. I now feel connected to something that I never was able to fully connect with. It's like, oh, that story's like mine, but the people I'm seeing aren't like me. Right. And just to be able to see people like me makes a huge difference i realize i'm saying this as like you know pretty white privileged kind of like every day i I walk into this situation and it's normal but you i think there is a step that is always taken when there's an acknowledgement and there is an understanding and then it's like it's like anybody that walks with privilege if you can understand what your privilege is we all walk with some sort of privilege Whoever you are, there is some sort of privilege. And identifying that, acknowledging that, and saying, like, how can I use this privilege to help someone without that privilege or help someone who might have it but not know they have it? And how do we lift people up in a way that supports us all and doesn't um, tear down anybody? Yeah, I think that that's, like, core to the world that we want to live in and the world we want to build. And... This is one of the steps on the foundation, and it's so important. And I'm excited to see what comes next and what she does with the work that she does through her films and mm-hmm. the media company. And because this is just the beginning for her, I think that's what's exciting about Hello Sunshine is like I know it's been around, but we haven't seen all that she can do, and I think she's gonna move mountains. We're ready for it. We are. We're, we'll st- also, you should follow her on Instagram because she's just like a ray of sunshine. Love that. We'll link to that in show notes too. We sure will. <laughs> Shall we break? Let's break. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening this week. You can follow us on Instagram at queen underscore speaking to continue the conversation. And you can find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See you next week. week.